It's Wednesday, and we're back with another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMBT. I am Chief Meteorologist Rich Wurzig, and this week with me and welcoming uh, back to Delmarva is meteorologist Sloan Haynes, fresh off her honeymoon. Um, kind of jealous. I, I saw the pictures online. Yes, and, it was and great. That looked fantastic. That's what... We walked like 15 miles every day, but then we like ate our body weight and pasta at the end. So we didn't feel bad That's about okay. all the good food we had <laughs> because we were walking around, but we were able to walk around because of the weather. So when we were booking our honeymoon, I was telling Rich this before we started the podcast, but my husband and I were like, oh, like, you know, it's winter that we want to take the honeymoon. And I grew up skiing. Like my parents put me in skis at the age of two. And I was like, oh, you know, I always wanted to go skiing in the Alps. That's like a bucket list item for me. Happy we didn't do that because Europe was above average last week. I mean, pretty similar to what you could say we see here on Delmarva. Highs, they're a little bit milder, around 50 degrees for um, January. We were well into the 60s during the day with like the sun being out. There was a few showers here and there, but the Alps had no snow. And when I was researching going to Italy, and we stayed like central northern Italy, they're saying that, you know, it's a lot less crowded. This is when people go on holiday and you won't see as many people in the city. It was crowded. And one of the tour guides had actually brought that up saying, oh, well, this is the time of year we all go skiing and we can't go, skiing, can't go skiing right now. <laughs> and the only news channel I could find was CNN out there that had, um, more English stories. My right. Italian is decent, but you know, I can't follow if I'm talking very fast. So watching CNN, they show the Alps and it's literally just, just barren, all, all green or brown really. Yeah. With a few trails, this white snow, but they don't do fake snow like how we do in America is what I realized. So they're not pumping out all of that snow. Oh, so they don't do that at no. all. No, no. I, I did not know that. that. Okay. I brought that up to somebody. And they're like, well, like at the start of the season, the big resorts will do it, but not now. And I looked at them and was like, oh, in America, especially, you know, growing up, Philadelphia area, Poconos, I mean, it's mostly fake snow half the time. So yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't really do that here. And then I was thinking even more that sometimes skiing for Europe is just glacier skiing. And, and the guy looked at me, he goes, who wants to ski on a melting glacier? I'm like, you're right. It's That's too warm to do that point. right now. Very good <laughs> point. But it was warm everywhere. And you could tell who was like the tourist and who was a local because the locals were still in their winter jackets. And my husband's out there in short sleeves walking nice. around. So he was, like, been me. he was like, this is great. I'm not breaking a sweat. This is really nice. <laughs> he goes, it's warm out. need a jacket. I'm like, Adam, put a jacket on. We're sticking out. They're all bundled up. <laughs> I would have just like him. I would have been just like him. Yeah. But it was beautiful. Um, the one day it did rain, we had a really big rainstorm. Day we did the Vespa tour, and I let my husband drive the Vespa, and I rode behind. And it rained here and there, but the views, it made it worth it. I didn't care by the end that I was soaking wet. I was like, this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. It was just the pictures were everything. There's a bunch on my social media, at Sloan Haynes, so you can find them all there. But it was beautiful. It was above average temperatures, like how I had on my wedding day, too. So maybe that's the theme for it's me. The theme for you guys, yeah. This year. It's just above average. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No. I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to ski, but, you know. Next time. There's always, there's I always, always like to time. leave something to go back for. So that's a good way there's, to look at there's it. There's a great. few more things I want to see in Italy before I feel like I've seen it all there. And probably even then, not even all of it, but skiing is one of them. And then doing Southern Italy, doing Sicily, 
Dalmafi Coast than more than just a weekend. Yeah, there's a lot to do. So there's there. a lot to do. So I always like to leave something to go back for. Well, there you go. There you go. But uh, hopefully you'll get some skiing in next time. I still can't get I over know. that. Uh, not enough snow in the Alps. My time parents of the year. are going skiing actually in a couple weeks in Canada. And I was like, make sure you check the forecast because even Canada had a warm spell for a bit there. That's right. I was like, so make sure that, you know. Well, locally here, I know um, a ski resorts, when I say locally, mm. you know, out in southern yeah. Pennsylvania, when you get back toward western Maryland, some of those areas, and just uh, around the turn of the year, uh, the beginning mm. of the year, I know a lot of them were delaying their start times mm-hmm. and their openings because they just didn't have enough snow. Uh, and, they didn't have enough snow. Yeah. They couldn't make the fake snow. It wouldn't last. It wouldn't last, right. And that's what especially heading into February for this region here in the U.S. is such like prime ski time season, like especially President's Day weekend, is a time when you see a lot of people going out to maybe the Poconos, so we'll see what happens because, I mean, we're under a warm spell here on Delmarva the next couple of days. And if you look at the, um, you know, the advanced pattern, there was some idea or thought that maybe, maybe there was some cold air building mm-hmm. again. Some of the signals coming out of Siberia were suggesting that possibly a cold air pool, Arctic, true Arctic mm-hmm. cold air pool was building and was going to be heading south. But you're looking at the trends. We're still looking at at or above average. Mm-hmm as we go toward the end of the month. And that's kind of how we've been here in Del Mar. We've had our cold fronts come through. They've put us back down to average. But that's the low end, you know, on that pendulum that goes back. And we're not pendulum, but really the, uh, the up and down, if you will, mm-hmm. like if you're looking at a graph, the low end is average for us. And then we get to the high ends, and we're well above average. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be here, uh, this being on a Wednesday, we're looking at uh, temperatures close to 60. We're going to have that again on Thursday. And then we're back to near average to start the weekend, but then that warm-up starts again. We're in the 50s um, in the next week. And it's really, you know, breaking the bank for my air conditioning and heating, but <laughs> I'll, yeah. ta- I'll take some warm weather. It's For me, I don't mind it, but I know a lot of people, they really want that true winter feel, and you're saying it's just an up and down. It's a roller coaster of temperatures for us, but it's not just temperatures trending above average. It's precipitation, too. Yep. As we head into about the next two weeks, we're seeing an unsettled weather pattern, but we've had that for Tuesday, showers, dry Wednesday, more rain on the way Thursday, and then again later this weekend, but this unsettled weather we're seeing is nothing compared to what they saw out west, what they're seeing out west with that atmospheric river, California. I mean, just the rain falling there, that's unprecedented for them. That is a lot of rain. I mean, we said last time it was their fifth or sixth year in a row being influenced by a major atmospheric river like this. And the rainfall totals, they're still climbing. I believe I was just looking last week, scrolling on, seeing what other meteorologists were posting, and they were reporting over 10 inches in a day one day which would be incredible out here Mm -hmm. where we can handle larger scale rain events Mm. but i can't it it's it's hard to fathom how they're doing that out there because they they can't handle even an inch of rain Mm -mm. in a day is considered a lot and flooding concerns are quite literally still on the rise i mean Earlier in the week, we ran a story on the morning show that mobile home communities are still under mandatory evacuation. People trying to wait it out, and now their houses are halfway underwater and they're needing to be evacuated. And in addition to that, we're seeing it's the highway along the bays on your way to San Francisco. I believe part of that, that highway specifically, did wash away from I saw that. the yeah. rain. And that's the other concern here is that landslides, mudslides, a little bit more common with a huge amount of rain like this, 
quite literally washing away the road and the only road to really get around along that coastline too. So the impacts are not just, you know, the rainfall leading to flooding, it's leading to roads washing away, houses being underwater, people being trapped in cars is a huge thing because flash flooding was also a really big concern with this system. I've seen a, there's been a lot of water rescues for people in their cars, but this is impacting a heavily populated area of California too. So it's thousands of people um, being impacted by this atmosphere river. And it's going on, what, week two now? I th and there's some end in sight of this mm -hmm. and they're thinking maybe this is the last round they're gonna have for some time. But there's, it's a crisp, uh, like a cruel twist of fate with what they're dealing with out there because they're dealing with drought before mm -hmm. all this was happening and they were having issues with the reservoirs, keeping the water in the area. And then you have this and it's all the water that they needed but way too much in a short period mm -hmm. of time. And reading a lot of articles, the engineers out there are working to see, even in the midst of this horrible flooding, is there a way to retain some of this water? And I know that some reservoirs are working to do that. So at least when this is done, maybe that's allowed them to at least have some sort of like a positive coming out of it. But it's very difficult for them out there because it's, they, they don't get the water that they need and when they do, it's too much. And this is a great example of that. And they deal with all types of weather. I mean, we talk about this atmospheric river, but the flooding concerns are due to the drought they were in. That's right. And typically the winter months for California is, the, or fall into winter rather, I should say, is fire weather for them. It's fire season, wildfire season. So they experience all types of weather. Hopefully this rain helps them out for a little bit, helps replenish the ground, helps, you know, help with that drought monitor. But when they dry out again, it leads to the concern for fire danger. Right. So it's, it's never an, it's, it's basically mm. the, the pendulum and growing back to something I was using earlier, pendulum of extremes that they have out there. Um, and when you have that, it's just, it doesn't matter what type of weather scenario that you're in the middle mm. of. There's, because of the extremes, it just adds to that danger every, basically every month of the year out there. Mm. They're looking at something different. La Nina not helping, obviously, mm -mm. with the situation here, causing that problem for them. That's pushing the jet stream north overall across the United States. Has an impact on us here. Obviously not to the detriment of what they're seeing out there, but for here it's, it's you know, clearly the fact that um, we're not getting as cold as mm -hmm. we usually are. It's keeping us from seeing what we typically see this time of the year, nor'easter season for yeah. us and we've got a long way to go before that ends and you know i'm not saying that we wouldn't see those storms we got to watch through that through march and sometimes even in april but um for us it's been the above average temperatures and that's actually allowed the deep south the mid-south and the deep mm -hmm. south to see severe weather that they typically see maybe going into february march april they had an outbreak mm -hmm. here on the 12th last week that, and I'm just looking at the map here of what it could see, and you can check this out online. You could go to the Storm Prediction Center. They keep track of all the storm reports. The, the plot looks like something that, you know, you would see in February, March, or April. It's, it was an, a, a massive severe weather outbreak. Alabama taking the brunt of the tornado outbreak aspect of it, where I believe they had several fatalities. We had some long track tornadoes that were on the ground. Um, a lot of those tornado reports extend, extended east into Georgia, South Carolina, but even reading a few articles about a few tornado touchdowns that were in northern Kentucky, just outside of Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking January and you get that far north, that is very rare for them mm -hmm. to have tornado touchdowns. Typically uh, that far places north. that have snow. 
yep. this time of year. Yeah. A good amount of snow, too, this time of year. That's right. So quite rare as you're talking about. And this actually leads to a question that our news director, Sarah True, asked me earlier this morning mm -hmm. was, well, we have these like warm spells, like what we're having in the middle of this week uh, in January, and it's rare for us to be this warm, but why is it so brief? Like, why isn't it lasting? And it's because we have these systems that start off pretty strong for the Midwest, for the Southeast. But by the time these systems reach us, they weaken over time. So we haven't had that true severe weather threat yet. But, you know, when we start to see these warm cells be a little longer, a little bit more moisture in the air, that's when we'll start to see some more severe weather as we head into later in the spring for us. And that really is our severe weather season here in Delmarva. So starts a little earlier, as Rich was saying, for the Southeast, the Midwest, typically late February, March. And for us, it's mid-March, late March is when we start to see our storms fire up here on Delmarva. And we'll start to see the warm spells last a little longer than two. Right, and that, at least with me, and I know with probably most people, you yourself too, um, you start thinking about that, that's, ah, yes, beach weather coming. It's just around yes. the corner, right? You already start thinking about the 70s and 80s since we've had I got so many flip-flops for days. Christmas and I can't wear them. I'm like, I, I yeah. needed boots. It, it's I got gonna be sandals. Soon. <laughs> it's going to be soon, hopefully. But that, that's the problem. It feels like we're almost to that point mm -hmm. where we can be busting out the sandals mm -hmm. and really enjoy it. But... We go into February, um, you know, it looks like all signals are pointing most of the end of this month is probably going to stay here mm -hmm. at or above average. But get into February, you got to imagine we're probably going to take a few shots of Arctic air. Yeah. Yeah, you would think. Me personally, working <laughs> the morning shift, it'll be rough, but we need it. We do. We, we, really we do. need the cold air. It needs to feel like winter for us. We need that. We just need it. We, and we have had those little brief bits of it, if you will. We had that on Christmas weekend. Yes. Just this past that weekend. That was brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, and w comparing to that, at least coming close to it, was this past Saturday. I don't know if you were back in the States yet at that point. I landed at midnight Sunday, so. Okay, close. so you yes. just missed out on this. Saturday afternoon here in Delmarva was nasty. Um, it was cloudy. Um, so, of course, not even having the little bit of sun angle that we could have. But Temperatures were in the 30s for most of the day. The wind chill was in the teens all day long. Yeah. It was a consistent wind, and it just kind of cut through you. I tried to get a run in, and I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this That's today. What, when we <laughs> landed at midnight, uh, we walked outside, and I, we had packed our jackets and our luggage. We was like, oh, it's so warm in Italy. We don't need it. Like, we'll just pack it, like, send it back in our, like, the, the bags we checked in. And then we land. And my husband, he gets cold, but not as easily as I get cold. But I was trying to find my parents there picking us up from the airport. <laughs> and then he was like, I love you, but you can go wait outside for them. And I'll stay here with the bags and the warmth. I was really? like, oh. Wow. That, there it is. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was chilly. It was a lot colder than what I had been experiencing. But starting off this week, though, coming back to work pretty mild. So I really can't complain i missed out on that day on saturday hey you know um that was I, he didn't miss anything i'll say that <laughs> it was it was it was nasty and it was only that little bit of time though even by sunday mm. there was some recovery to that so when you're coming okay. back here you were already on yeah. the upswing and then now we've been talking about temperatures back towards 60 so um you know uh it, it it's um you know, like you said, kind of atypical for us, and yeah. we need to get at least some winter. I believe that it's nice to have that extended period of cold because it makes the spring so much more 
enjoyable and that mm -hmm. that season of like rebirth and growth and you know. I, I felt like pollen was falling with like the warmer temperatures we we saw in Italy and then I'm like heading into this week I felt the same way I was getting like stuffy a little bit I got that a little bit too and yeah. I was like this is what full spring right now is yeah how I feel I, I had that last week I, you brought that up that uh and I I Typically, I'm allergic to mold spores, too, and we mm. usually get that. You know, we start talking about temperatures swearing to the 60s, deep uh, tropical-ish air coming in from the south, you know, mm. this time of the year. Um, it's a good setup for that here across the area. Yeah. And, and, and then the pollen, of course, that mm. you're talking about and, it, you know, starting to... I, I saw a few trees that looked like they were trying to bud. Also, there were flowers in the gardens strange. in Italy, and the tour guides were all like, yeah, this this isn't normal for us in January. And yeah. I was like, okay, so it's around the world. It's that a worldwide we're thing. Yeah. Oh, anomalies crazy. in the weather. But you just mentioned tropical, and I want to mention it really quick, is that I believe it was Monday. There is a system off the coast, I want to say of the yes. Carolinas, had like the smallest, teeny, tiniest, like chance for development. But it's not rare for us to see that. A lot of meteorologists were posting online, and I saw the comments from the viewers, and they were like, Oh my gosh, already I need to get out my hurricane kit. <laughs> no, it had a very low chance of development. By the time I came in Tuesday morning, it wasn't It wasn't there, it right? It wasn't there anymore. But it's not rare for us to see tropical systems in January. We've had A name storms this early in the year before. So again, that just means showing how warm it is is that the ocean in the Atlantic, the Atlantic Ocean waters were warm enough to potentially slightly smallest chance right. to be conducive for development. I saw the National Hurricane Center, just a lot of the tropic, or a lot of the discussions. Mm. There was a lot of back and forth. You could tell that they were just like, oh, you know. They're like, do we have to, we but have we have to. to. Yeah, and, and they didn't want to, I could see where they were at because they know that that was going to cause a little more than usual, um, you know, discourse mm. amongst the public, you know, the meteorologists yes. and stuff that normally wouldn't be there if we were in the middle of the season and there was some, you know, floundering storm that was mm. going to maybe have some tropical characteristics for a couple of days. That would have been like, ah, okay, is it going to hit anything? No, we're good. But this is a little different being January. Yes. But like you said, it's happened before. And it's important to remember the Gulf Stream with the extremely warm waters off the Carolinas, mm. that still exists year round. So obviously we're in an abnormally warm stretch. Yeah. But the waters are still warm mm. to a degree, if you will, no pun intended, off to the south and east that it can support that sometimes yep. you know so we can experience it all here in the united states in yes. january is what this podcast is about is all types of weather from incredible amounts of rain severe weather there has been some winter weather colorado got a snowstorm last week too a, good, a pretty big one a big snowstorm for them i think their biggest of the year so far mm -hmm. and then even, the skiing's great out yeah, there. <laughs> I guess that's where I have to go. Yeah. And even the potential for um, tropical development. So we got it all. We have it all here in the U.S. We've got it all. And actually here in Delmarva, our weather's been uh, what we call more zonal with the weak fronts mm. being the only uh, blips that we've been tracking. But uh, more of a west-east flow. So that's why our warm-ups have been nice. But the cool-downs haven't been dramatic. But the, the swinging back and forth is just kind of, you know, absent of any major storm system. So... The bottom set to fall out, and I'm not trying to sound doom and gloom, but that is something that we have to expect here going over the next couple of weeks, that mm. things are going to be changing here. And uh, we're going to keep an eye on it, of course, and um, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Even getting into next week, we'll be able to look at some of the more advanced or 
um, extended outlook signals of what our temperature situation is going to mm-hmm. be like as we round out the end of the month of January and get set to start February. Typically uh, a very active month on the East Coast for uh, major storms. So uh, we're keeping an eye out and I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about as we get closer to uh, the start of February. But uh, we'll check in again with everybody next Wednesday. I think that'll wrap it up here for another edition of WeatherWise. Thanks for downloading and listening. And we'll be back next week with another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist here at 47ABC, WMBC. Thanks for listening.